Welcome to the Trainwright Podcast, presented by CTS, a podcast about furthering human performance in endurance sports. Former pro cyclist, Olympian coach, and visionary entrepreneur, Chris Carmichael, founded CTS 20 years ago as the first world-class online coaching solution built to deliver results to pro and amateur athletes. Chris and his team of 50-plus certified coaches are completely driven by innovation and catalyzing new levels of success for thousands of athletes they coach daily. Whether you're a pro or a dedicated time-crunched amateur, you're about to learn exactly what's working best today and what's not to get faster, stronger, and achieve your goals from the most experienced team of coaches working in endurance today. This episode of the Train Right Podcast is brought to you by Stages Cycling, the industry leader in accurate, reliable, and proven power meters and training devices. Stages Cycling offers the widest range of power meter makes and models to fit any bike, any drivetrain, and any rider, all manufactured in their Boulder, Colorado facility. They've expanded their offerings to include the Stages Dash line of innovative and intuitive GPS cycling computers covering a full range of training and workout-specific features to make your workouts go as smooth as possible. And for 2020, Stages is applying its decade of indoor cycling studio expertise to the new Stages Bike Smart Trainer. Check out their latest at stagescycling.com and use the coupon code CTS20OFF, all caps, at checkout for 20% off. I mean... I find it pretty damn cool that even during a pandemic, we can find time to talk about lotion, muscle acidosis, and athletic performance. But before we do, I'd like to introduce our guest for today's show, and it's Jeff Byers of Amp Human. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. (laughs) Yeah. How are are things in Utah? Yeah. I mean, things in Utah are are relatively good, right? Feel feel fortunate to to be in in Utah and not in a major big city right now, but also uh, like the world's turned upside down, and I'm just very thankful that you know my family and and close friends are you know safe and healthy for now, and uh, the new norm is the new norm, and it is what it is, and don't get to change that. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, I'm glad everybody uh, is is healthy and safe, you know, for the time being, and, and you can still escape on the trails and, and get outside uh, when possible. So, but for our, our audience who who do not know you, could you introduce yourself a little bit more? Yeah, uh, Jeff Byers. I am uh, the CEO and co-founder of a company called Amp Human. We're a, a, a human performance company. Uh, we were founded 22 months ago, essentially, and, and we can get into that. But uh, my background is I, I played professional football in another life um, and uh, am a struggling uh, endurance slash workout junkie now. Um, but uh, I was an offensive lineman. I played at 310 pounds in the NFL, um, started a handful of games, was a journeyman offensive lineman, essentially, and uh, um, decided to, to walk away on my own terms and, uh, and start uh, what I call Jeff 2.0, um, but it's more, more like Jeff 0.5. Um, since I'm, I'm down, I'm down, uh, I'm down 90 pounds from my playing weight essentially. Um, and love, 
love endurance and 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 love the endurance industry as as well. Yeah, well, maybe it's a one fifth, Jeff. Maybe that's the number we're we're going for. But for our audience members, I mean, don't don't let this guy fool you. I mean, this guy this guy can motor. He can pedal a bike, and like he said, I mean, coming from the you know a professional football player, he's he's still a big guy. But I don't I don't know when we first met, Jeff. But it was on a bike, and I remember thinking once we start hitting the hills, I'm like, eh, you know, I might not see him anymore. But you're right there, like on our wheels, suffering like a dog, and strong as an ox so you yeah i don't know <laughs> i like i like to say that i'm real good at suffering um and what that's one of the things i love about uh right endurance sports and why i've loved riding the bike and it's because a it's easy on me is is uh, like you can control your pain cave and one of the things that i loved about you know really high-end sports was Right. It, it's about how deep can you go? And, and it's it's more of the mental game with yourself than it is with the person next to you, because you can only you can take yourself to that pain cave. And for me, like I'm, you know, whatever, a sick individual, but I love the pain cave. It's where I find the most mental clarity. And, and it's almost like a meditative straight state for me. So, yeah, I do like to I do like to pedal. Gravity is not my friend. Uh, going up, but I do uh, for for a two hundred twenty five pound guy. Like I, I do enjoy riding up hills. Um, actually, I enjoy riding up way more than I enjoy riding down. I, I, uh, I like. I'm not this best bike handler in the world. Obviously, I did another career in my life, and I go downhill, and I'm like, man, I've I've rolled the dice a lot with head injury and being in quote car accidents on the football field. I just play it. I play it safe when gravity is on my side. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep on doing that. That's a, it's a good way to good way to roll. But as our audience members can tell, I mean, this guy knows his stuff when it comes to athletic and, and suffering, but let's, let's, let's hear more about amp human. Um, tell us, tell us kind of the history. Like where did it all start? How'd this happen? Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a great question and, and uh, a pretty fun story in my mind. So I, when I retired from the NFL, I got into, into the finance world and quickly, quickly realized that uh, that is not what I wanted to do with my life. And, and it was just, I'm, I'm, I'm very much a team guy. I had my, my MBA and really was driven by building, building high-performing teams and, and wanted to take a, you know, kind of a entrepreneurial shot at, at uh, at, at work, I had uh, a, a lot of things that were kind of lined up to allow me to do that. And so I joined an early stage biotech uh, around five years ago. Um, and that's where I met my co-founder of AmpHuman. And so we were collectively employees two and five at that biotech. And the biotech had developed a, a really revolutionary technology to transport things across the skin barrier. And part of my job was to see what other industries outside of medical could we go and pursue could this technology of applications other places? And so some of your listeners may listeners may know us from way back when when we were this kind of passion project internal to to the biotech as topical edge. And that was literally a passion project like skunk works. Um, you know, when it was just like, we were trying to see what we had, if there was opportunity there and all in the background, the, the, the biotech was doing and starting clinical work on, on the pharma side of things and, and, and leveraging this tech. Um, 
And we basically were at a crossroads of what are we going to do with what was then topical edge? Um, right. We, like, we weren't doing anything meaningful in terms of sales revenue. We didn't really have a team in place, but we had proven out of market and had good traction in, in some initial places. Um, and there was a real opportunity there. And I was spending, I don't know, 40% of my, you know, 120% time that I dedicated to this, to this company on topical edge. Um, but Erica, my co-founder and I at Amp Human saw a real opportunity in the human performance space to, to build a meaningful brand and company um, and do so with this technology as a start. Um, and we were really passionate about building businesses and building teams. And we had a lot of similar principles and values um, that really aligned us. And we basically raised our hands and said, we want to acquire this technology. We want to spin it out and form a human optimization, human performance company, which is what Amp Human is. And, and really with a couple of pillars that are standing up, but, but we've always had this big uh, vision of Amp Human being a human performance company, not a lotion company. Like we have a revolutionary technology and we're building an Amp Human brand around it. And we'll have a couple products with this same technology in line. But we formed Amp Human 20, call it 22 months ago uh, when we acquired the tech. And that's when we started to build a team and really push, um, push our, our first flagship product, PR Lotion, um, to market. And it's been a really incredible journey since then. But we were born out of a biotech company with a with a really really revolutionary technology. We're doing something that a lot of people say couldn't have, couldn't have been done, um, and then they see the research that we have and who we're working with, and 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 you know get pretty interested pretty fast. So yeah. that that's that that's kind of the genesis. PR lotion as a whole um, is super simple. It gives the body more of a basic electrolyte that you can't take orally. That electrolyte is sodium bicarbonate. It helps you maximize your training, extend your thresholds and recover faster. Uh, sodium bicarbonate or bicarb is what we, our bodies naturally produce to help buffer the acid, the hydrogen, hydrogen ions within our muscles. Um, and that is one of the limiting factors in our ability to, to push hard and to recover between, between interval bouts or breakaways, et cetera. Yeah, that's, and that's exactly what I was just going to ask you next. And for our listeners, just kind of like back this little train up is, you know, muscle acidosis or kind of that, that feeling of the pain that we get when you're climbing up the hill, going full tilt, um, that is the indicator of fatigue, right? That is the indicator of uh, you're about to slow down. And the muscle acidosis um, is something if we can remedy or call it buffer or reduce, we can do we can do more aerobic capacity. And so what AMP Human is trying to do with the PR lotion is to uh, solve that issue, right? And the 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 kind of the main thing if i can even go back a little bit further the topical edge when you guys did start that for example what was uh what were some of the highlights of that product and what, how did it evolve to where you're at now yeah it's a, a great question it was basically like uh i call it straight out the lab product um and it's the, the exact same concept that, that our current PR lotion product is. It's, 
taking sodium bicarbonate, combining it with this technology and being able to get it in the body in the form of a lotion through the skin rather than orally um, ingesting it. Uh, the, the topical edge product, uh, for those of you that know it, and even, you know, up until we relaunched PR lotion, uh, the, the, the version we have on market now, it was rough around the edges. And, and I always like to say it was, we really cared about efficacy first and foremost and aesthetics second. And that was mainly because we were playing in the absolute upper escalon of sport. And we knew that and we had to see if we could get adoption based upon efficacy, um, not based upon being pretty. And, you know, people riding in the Grand Tours and playing in Super Bowls and Stanley Cups, like they're willing to adopt things that are nasty. And Topical Edge and first gen of PR lotion was nasty. It looked like honey mustard. It smelled weird. Right. It, 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 like, like, there's some great nicknames that are not appropriate to share too about like what it looked like. And it was, you had to, well, you, you had to want to get more, um, to use it. Well, can I share my, some of my experiences? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Fire. So yeah, I remember when I first started using some of it, I mean, I was like, I was like, God, this, this stuff, first of all, gross, disgusting, and it's slimy. Right. But, um, as you go out and you do a couple of hard rods and you're like, uh, something's, something's working here. Like I, I can feel that, uh, meaning I can go longer, push harder, hitting some peak powers, but it, like I, I could hardly shower, I could hardly get it off in the shower. Then it started to like stain any light colored, like white socks, like my beautiful white Velocio socks would just become like blue and gray. And same thing with the jerseys. And I'm like, oh man, I, I don't know if I should keep on using this or not. And it, yeah, and here we are now, a product that doesn't do that works magnificently and whatnot. But yeah, the first stuff was pretty rough for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I'm very thankful to have moved on. Um, and probably many of your listeners tried it at one point and were turned off. It separated horribly, um, all of these things. And, and what we did was when, when we spun the, the business out and created Amp Human, we really focused on let's, let's find out how do we make it pretty while preserving the efficacy of the product. And it took, it took a full 18 months to do that, like way longer than we thought. Um, but once we had dedicated resources and, and understood what we wanted to do with it, we were able to, to get it to a place. But, you know, like, man, when we surveyed our customer base last November, when we were getting ready to launch, it was like 80% of the people that uh, had used the product were like, if it wasn't so nasty, I'd use it a lot more. And you're like, yeah, no duh. Um, anyways, so. Okay. Well, cool. So that's that's the history of the company, and even even I'm learning here too about some of the the finer details here. But let's let's dive into the science. So you talked about sodium bicarbonate. What is it about sodium bicarb that works in muscle acidosis or in athletic performance? What's going on? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. So the basis of PR lotion is right, just like you said, sodium bicarbonate and. Bicarb is really, really well known and really well researched. It, 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 in fact, like, like the IOC, uh, International Olympic Committee, has said it's like one of seven things that's proven to work. It's very safe and effective, and it's not banned. The only issue with sodium bicarbonate is you can't take it orally uh, practically. And and I want everybody to remember back to like. 
fourth grade science class. And that's when you make a pyramid or a pyramid, a volcano. And that volcano, you use vinegar and sodium bicarbonate. And sodium bicarbonate is baking soda. Um, and that's what happens in your gut when you take high amounts of sodium bicarbonate. Your gut Explosion. is explosions. It's bad. And, and you have to be really dedicated or a niche athlete to be able to withstand it. And so pure, or, uh, so bicarb has been used in, in endurance racing, uh, not, not in time trialing in like the 1500 meter run and things like that in shorter distance events where you can have explosions after you compete. But, uh, but if you're going to go do and be like, you know, well, this, you know, the, the first part of this hundred mile ride is really hard. I want a couple more matches. Like you're not going to drink sodium bicarbonate because the last thing you're going to do is crap your pants at mile 20, um, or, or vomit like, uh, GI distress ruins all performance benefits that anything could give you as most endurance athletes know with, with nutrition, et cetera. Like you, you just are really careful with that. Um, so physiologically what happens bicarb is naturally produced in our pancreas. It's the, it's the rate limiting factor. When we, when, when our muscles, uh, uh, burn energy or produce energy, they, they, uh, create a byproduct and that byproduct is, uh, lactate and hydrogen ions, right? Commonly referred to as lactic acid, but they're disassociated. So lactate as, as, some of you may know is another fuel source and it's actually a, a, a good thing in our body to have hydrogen ions are not a good thing in our body. It's acidic and is the byproduct and the waste product of energy production in our muscles. So bicarbonate in our blood pulls off hydrogen ions and, and lactate travels with that off of our muscles. And when hydrogen ions get pulled off our muscles, they're able to continue to perform um, and be a little more efficient. When hydrogen ions, when our ability to buffer acid, um, those hydrogen ions uh, decreases because we don't have enough bicarbonate, our muscle efficiency goes down, acid builds up, and eventually that's the fatigue point that says we have to pull back, rest, let the, the muscles, right, or let the bicarb pull the access off of the muscles to, to go back again. So it becomes a matter of how do we give the body more of what it needs to just function a little bit better? Um, no different than right uh, proper nutrition, hydration, and things like that. Bicarb is a natural electrolyte. It's just yeah. we've never found a way to practically give it to people uh, before this. Yeah. And, and so all of this it, to kind of reiterate some points is the buffering capacity is a natural thing that's occurring within our bodies anyway. And we've tried to do it uh, oral ingestion before, uh, sometimes with good success, other times not with great success. Uh, however, a lot of people listening here, go ahead and check some of your sport drinks too, because uh, most of them will have various versions of sodium and sodium bicarb still in it, just in smaller dosages. So all of the, so this, this is a natural process. That's kind of my point. And what amp human, what Jeff's talking about here is they've found a way to do it by bypassing the gut and to do it in an effective way. So Jeff, my question to you is, has anyone tried this before? Are you guys the first? 
that's a really good question. As far as we know, we are the only people who've been able to transport uh, sodium bicarbonate across the skin. Um, and right, there are various patents and patents pending uh, around the technology. We were really fortunate, right, that the technology spun out of a biotech, um, and that like that allowed a real technology to get in place here because it did take real science and a real science team to kind of develop this tech. And now the fact that we can get sodium bicarbonate across the skin and has athletic implications is kind of just a what, what, like I said, what's this fun passion project within the biotech um, that was like, holy cow, we can do this really cool thing in sports. And it has massive implications for athletes um, kind of across all athletic spectrums that has allowed us to really make some really incredible inroads in sport and, and be in some places that most people aren't. So, yeah, you're exactly right. It's a natural process. The problem is like lots of sports drinks and things have sodium bicarbonate in them. But the effective doses to take orally are, are grams, um, and that's when, when GI issues arise. So right when you read the literature about oral sodium bicarbonate ingestion, it's, point, it's, it's typically 0.3 grams of sodium bicarbonate per kilo that you need to take for an effective dose. And when you're talking about, like, that's not a couple grams, that's, you know, 20 grams. Um, type of thing, and that's a lot of sodium bicarbonate. Just as an FYI, I uh, I would challenge anybody to drink that and see how how things go. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I will unchallenge people because yeah. I'll just save them <laughs> save them the the, uh, the the troubles there. But you know, if you kind of back up and zoom out a little bit, it's like transdermal absorption of things. That's pretty cool. That's high tech. That's Marvel Comics type stuff. Um, but so for the nerdy science people, I mean, I think we're perking the ears up. So let's, let's talk more about some of the, like the scientists, the pe people actually developing and, and studying this stuff. You've got clinical, uh, research out there. And can you tell us, can you tell us a little bit more about how AMP is, uh, performing in clinical studies? Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, like a, a good place to start and just, being really upfront, we have good clinical data. We don't have great clinical data. Like that is always a place to start. Like we have not been around that long to have, you know, you know, a, a whole portfolio of clinical trials behind what we're doing, and we're doing something very, very new and and on the forefront, tip of the spear of 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 human performance sports science. So we're still in massive data collection mode and in clinical mode uh, on finding more data on this product and understanding how to best utilize it, et cetera. So I always start with that. Um, and so when, when we formed AMP Human, we really have three pillars that are really important to us. The first pillar is, is to be, to be thought leaders in the space. Um, right. 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 Our goal of AMP Human is to be at the forefront of human performance and right. Be thought leaders in the space. We have a world-class scientific advisory board, that rivals some of the best companies in the world. We have, you know, folks from Red Bull and Nike, you know, uh, the guy who ran the Breaking 2 project at Nike is actually our VP of, of innovation and, and, and research. His name is Brad Wilkins. Um, we have the top uh, 
clinical researcher in sodium bicarbonates on our scientific advisory board, Jason Siegler out of Australia. Um, we have great, uh, a great nutritionist out of the UK who's one of the top guys for the British Institute of Sport. And so we've really said, let's assemble this team to help us think about um, answering hard questions. Um, and then the second pillar of our of our thought, uh, you know, being a leader in forefront of human performance is is validation in elite sport, and that's you know who we work with. And you know, some of you may know, some of you may not know. Like we have great like papers that were written by the LA Rams and the St. Louis Blues about how they use our product and how they use our product today, and right one help them you know, support a Stanley Cup championship and a Super Bowl run, et cetera. Um, and then it's really this innovation side. And that's where it comes down to the technology that we have. And so to your question of what have we done from a research standpoint and how are we thinking about it? So Brad Wilkins, who's our VP of Innovation and Research, is really leading, the, leading this clinical strategy. We had an early study done that was done at San Diego State. Um, we're really proud that it was presented at the American College of Sports Medicine Conference, as well as why um, we had a couple of abstracts uh, published um, alongside it. And basically, it was a, you know an exploratory study that that uh, had some really interesting outcomes, but also raised a lot more questions. And like I'm the first one to admit, as a non-scientist. Um, that I was like, what do you mean more questions? And what I found is that good clinical and, and applied sports science studies typically raise a lot of questions. And that's right. means you're doing something unique, et cetera. If you have all the answers, you're probably not pushing the limits. Um, and so we saw three really pretty interesting outcomes um, out of that study. Um, the first outcome was we saw an increase in blood lactate levels which is a great blood marker for saying, right, when you see increased lactate levels, you see in, like that means you are buffering more hydrogen ions because lactate and hydrogen ions or acid travels together out of the muscle into the blood. Um, and I should take a step back. That trial was double blind, randomized, placebo controlled, crossover. It was a gold standard study. Um, it was a well done study. I, oh, I read yeah. it just before this, yeah. Yeah, um, it still has a lot of flaws, like I'll be the first to point out and, and wish we'd made a lot of changes to the design. But that's right. Hindsight, you know, hindsight is, is 2020 type of thing. Um, and so we saw that that outcome. The second outcome was we saw a lower perceived a level of perceived exertion and a lower heart rate at the same effort level, which is very consistent to increasing your ability to buffer. Right. It's a less taxing effort on the muscle. Um, and that's really, really important and very consistent with what happens with oral sodium bicarbonate as well. And the, the third one, which was one of the most interesting outcomes that we necessarily weren't expecting to see, was we saw a massive shift in delayed onset muscle soreness. Um, and when I say massive, like we saw a 50 plus percent reduction um, in delayed onset mu muscle soreness versus placebo, um, which was really, really uh, not expected. And right. So this was put on PR lotion before this, this uh, um, workout session and 24 hours and 48 hours after, there was a, a significant reduction in delayed onset muscle soreness. Anyway, so those are the three big findings uh, of that study. Um, and and we, were, we were really proud of, of that study as well. And it's, it's kind of the foundation that we've been able to 
build amp human on and to invest in in more uh, in more research and more clinical and, and ultimately spin the spin the company out. Um, so that yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I and I think I mean from the coaching standpoint, even from scientific standpoint, I used to work in a human performance lab and have done some undergrad research uh, myself. But the the whole thing, you you know, you're trying to prove a thing. You're you're trying to uh, whatever theory you come up with, you're you're trying to prove it in the laboratory setting. And I and I think that with what research I've seen from you guys already, it, it's like the questions are just popping up and it's a lot of curiosity, right? And you and you can poke holes and you admit it, you can poke holes in kind of what you're shooting for um, in terms of what you're comparing and all this kind of stuff. But for me, when I read it, I'm like, interesting. You're like, we're not solving any we're not answering the questions just yet, but that's interesting enough. And then you take it to the standpoint of like sodium bicarb has been around for a long time. Like it's safe. It's, it's approved. And for me, it, that checks all the boxes in terms of something's going on here. It's safe and approved. Let's try it. Let's try it to the end of one. Let's try it to the athlete. Let's try it to yourself and let's just see what happens. And I think for the listeners, you know, when, when you come across something like that, be it a sport drink or a lotion or some type of field testing parameter or workout, go ahead and try it. See, see what happens, right? Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. And so, so that, and, that, and that's how we've, you know, we've penetrated elite sport is, is exactly how you looked at it. It was like, oh, this is really interesting, compelling data. Like, it makes sense. I get the science of sodium bicarbonate. We would love to be able to incorporate it. And then, right, they use it and they have like N of 1, N of 5, N of 10. And, you know, next thing you know, you know, they have a lot of people using it. I mean, that's how we've broken into, you know, call it half the NFL and half the NHL are paying customers. Like multiple world records have been broken now with PR motion and kind of the endurance world. You know, the, uh, you know, you might not know this, Adam, but like, We've we've won 1.6 million dollars in innovation contracts from the the Department of Defense um, to right awesome. for for yeah, what we're awesome. doing with with PR motion because we have a pretty big customer base within the Special Forces um, that have adopted it from a, this is a meaningful output to like they're the, the elite tactical athletes um, and so we've had really tremendous support within the U.S. government as well to really push, push the limits of what we know further. So you're exactly right. Like your approach is what's gotten um, us the unprecedented traction within, within sport. Yeah, that's, that's fascinating. And in, in my mind, like, even as you say that, and you're talking about other sports too, my mind's like, I have a bunch of other questions that we could ask, but uh, you know, we, we've hit on the primary topic of increased sport performance and short-term, medium-term, long-term, it, that, that, that's what we were finding in the clinical studies. That's what I've been finding with my own athletes and in my, in my own use of it. But you also mentioned uh, decreased muscle soreness, and you can use this stuff for recovery. So what can you speak to more about that recovery state? Like what, what, do you see, like, what would you recommend when somebody does a hard workout should they put it on immediately after their shower? Like how do you, how do you use it from a recovery standpoint? That's a, that's a really good question. So the actual, the data that we have on, on, on the delayed onset muscle soreness was used pre-workout. And part of the mechanism of action is, is, is 
undetermined um, on on this, but it's the free radical damage, right? There's there's the actual um, right damage that you're doing to the muscle. That's the muscle tearing. And that is exactly what you want to do, right? You want to have the micro tears in your muscle that create some of the soreness that you feel. It's the oxidative damage that happens um, uh, after and around that, that, um, right, that, you know, our scientific advisory board and, and the other smart people we work on say, this is the link that the oxidative damage is super acidic. Maybe you're helping flush some of that oxidative damage out by making a more alkaline environment. Um, and that's really the genesis of it. Now, like the, the biggest thing we hear anecdotally from athletes, and that's from the very, very top end all the way down to, you know, what I'll call like the, the weekend warrior, the, the aspirational athlete, is when they do things that they know really well or they're doing back-to-back-to-back days, the comment that they, they always come back and say is, I feel better than I should. Um, and, you know, that's from guys who have worn the yellow jersey in the Tour of France to, um, right, like, you know, people I ride my bike, uh, that, that I can keep up with on my bike, right? Um, and, and so when you talk about using it after, um, we do have a, a handful of, uh, not a handful, we have a lot of really high-end athletes that use PR lotion post-workout, right? It, it ultimately comes down to where's the biggest bang for the buck. Um, on PR lotion, and it's definitely to use before. But if you do, like, if you're doing a multi-day stage race or a, you know, uh, a multi-day biking event or running event, something PR lotion has a pretty big impact for using after on just continuing to help you recover. And it's a, it's around this alkalizing. Uh, man, I can't talk. Uh, alkalizing the body and helping remove some of the, the acidic uh, environment that's created by the oxidative stress. That is what we believe is the mechanism of action. Now, like I said, like we need to understand more and do more work on that. And, and it is part of what is in our clinical pipeline of, of things that we want to look at and understand a bit, a bit further. And so the best way to use it after to your question that I just rambled on around um, is it's a good ramble. You know, yeah, it's a good ramble. Uh, is to we I like uh, with old formula, it's really hard to use after. With new formula, I typically say take a shower, put it on after, good to go. Or if you have any soft tissue work that's done, use it in the soft tissue work. Um, it's like it's a like it's a double whammy. You can use it as a massage medium. Um, and, and work that way. Gotcha. So soft tissue work, do you mean like if you're, um, like even like a self massage or using a scraper tool, or if you have, I don't know, an in-house massage therapist, throw some, throw some ablation on there or what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. If you got somebody that's willing to rub you down, if you got somebody willing to rub you down, even better, right? If you're just doing a self massage, et cetera, it doesn't like, you might as well self massage with that. Um, or just like, you know, like for me, like I don't have anybody that's going to rub me down. Like my wife definitely isn't. Um, <laughs> right. Um, and uh, I don't have many friends that are willing to do that either. And I don't have a personal masseuse. So like for you me, I think Huff to do it. He, he, Brad Huff would probably do it for you. I'm if, just you if, if anybody knows Brad Huff, I, I'm sure you would agree with that, but I make sure Brad Huff stays far away from me um, in those types of situations. 
Um, good old Brad. Uh, but just put it on, like, get out of the shower, towel off, put on a light layer, right? Pull on, you know, your sweats, your shorts, whatever it may be, uh, and you're good to go. Got it. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to try that. I, I actually have not done that. So, um, so you're speaking to the teams and athletes that are using the product, and and I've known a little bit, went on the website, um, and seen some really big names like pro basketball player Drew Holiday. You got pro hockey players on there. You got Ironman champions, pro tour teams. I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty robust um, group of athletes, but it's also a very wide spectrum team sport endurance athlete. So you're saying the stuff works across the board, right? It, it, uh, yes. Right. It's, it's the, right. The basic physiology of it, uh, of an athlete are, are very, very similar. And now, right. Like PR lotion, bicarb doesn't have a role in, right. In, you know, the very short, high intensity, like strength training type things like CrossFit a hundred percent. Um, and where, where like football is using it is, is not necessarily to extend thresholds. It's to, it's the recovery piece that they've seen a, a pretty big impact and the consistency of play over time. And so this is where, you know, where it's okay, bicarb and how are we affecting free radical, et cetera. Like we've seen great, great evidence within the football space, but, but right. When you think about hockey, or basketball, right? It's a bunch of, you know, on off, like, you know, crazy threshold to non-threshold, the threshold to non-threshold type of, uh, type of environment, um, which ability. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's what bicarb role in the body does. Right. And so, um, right. Bicarb is pulling off that acid when you need it and being less taxing on the muscle, uh, etc. So we've, you know, we haven't like broken into that high end of sport through athletes. We've done it through teams, to be quite honest, and through through sports science and and the 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 HP side, high performance side of whether it be government or pro sports, and gotten in that way. And and honestly, like a lot of athletes come have come to us and said, I want to be a part of this. Um, and and we're very honored to have some athletes that, that are investors in our business because they believe uh, enough in our, in our company. And then we just have a ton of athletes that we don't get to talk about um, that use the product. And, you know, part of it is like, because we work with Nike high performance and Red Bull high performance and the guys that run those places are on our scientific advisory board, we have access and the, the reach of the product within broad based sport, whether it be right tennis, football, hockey, you know, we've had some pretty incredible people um, do some incredible things on our product. And I, I, that, that, that's part of the, the story that uh, we've done a decent job telling, but we still like, you know, we haven't done a great job, uh, right? Explaining yeah. who, our scientific yeah, advisory, yeah. who our scientific advisory board is. And, and you know, that half the like we don't give product to the nfl like they buy our product and they buy it repeatedly like same with hockey like that's you know for me like that that like you can give anybody free product to use as you well know adam it's it's if people were actually willing to buy it that's that's meaningful in my business well one thing i want to say is like i've i've 
I know some of the athletes that you're talking about and when they, when you've traveled around with them too, it's like, Hey, did you bring some lotion? Cause I forgot mine or, and, and they're actually using it. And also lotion isn't one of those like cool swag products. It's not like a t-shirt hat or, you know, a, a free bike or something that they can use or use on the podium. It's, 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 it's a non-sexy thing, right? But it's also like, you have to remember to bring it. You have to put it on. You, you have to put it on 30 minutes ahead of time. You have to put, and you actually use it, but it works. And I think that's kind of, that speaks to the kind of the efficacy of this product is like when you're traveling with these athletes and they're asking for it, <laughs> you know, and also the, there's a little bit of work that goes on and, and it's not like a cool, sexy product. I mean, that's to me, that, that turns my head from a product standpoint. It's been, like, it's, it's one of the greatest things about PR lotion, but like one of our Achilles heels, like we're not like a, yeah. right. We're not a sexy power meter or a, right. A yeah. Cool sports drink. Right. It's kind of gross. People typically put on lotion and, and, and like in the privacy, like they're not stripping down and, you know, rubbing stuff on their glutes in front of cameras and, and things like that. Like, you know, I've always thought it'd be hilarious to do like the behind the scenes of people putting on PR lotion before like Iron Man is they're like hiding behind parked cars or in, in porter potties and like, you know, like, like in the gym, you know, standing on top of the toilet, like, like people, like the stories I hear, like, oh, you know, the other thing is, it's like, we were kind of the best kept speaker. Yeah. Yeah. Before you go any further, did you see the Amp Human Instagram story this weekend? From uh, from who? Oh, oh boy! Yeah. You asked Mister Huff to show you that, and I okay. for for those uh, listeners, oh, uh, we'll, we'll 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 make it happen. But uh, there will be go follow Amp Human and check out some of their stories. We'll make sure that it's in one of their like extended stories but yeah it, that'll be yeah. a nice little treat for you here later on in the week anyway keep going uh, uh, yeah but i mean it's just like right, right right we were this best kept secret and we were an advantage for a long time that people didn't want to talk about like even amongst their teams it was you know it, it's like you know some of the like all right can you send this to my wife who's gonna see me you know on stage 14 of the tour and it's like why don't i just send it to the team i don't want the team to know about it yep. and you're like what yep. you know um like crazy things like that or like you know hey we want to work with you They're like why i don't want to advertise this product and we're, you know we've we've gotten by that now thank god um <laughs> but but it's also like you know like what we've done like like Right. We've like, we're so different and the routine and it's, you know, it's getting to that routine and understanding why it's important for what types of things and why it's, why, why it's not useful for other types of things. But I do like, you're exactly right. Like we get panic phone calls. Like, like, can you overnight to this hotel? And you're like, dude, seriously, like, do you have any idea how much it costs overnight in, in Spain to Spain or France or wherever, like wherever, like, yeah, we can, but like, that's not like to send you a bottle of PR lotion overnight across the world is like 300 bucks. Like, come on, just a little yeah. planning. Um, but it, it's become this kind of cultish thing with any elite sports that we're really lucky to have. Well, I'll also have you know, I've ran some covert lotion operations across the ocean for athletes as well, <laughs> uh, right before hopping on a plane. So, yeah. um, it's, it's definitely what happens. Yeah. Um, 
Well, let's let's talk about the future of AMP because I know you got a lot in the pipeline. Um, can you talk about any of the like super secret stuff that you're doing or give us some general premise of what you're doing? Yeah, so uh, I, I think take, take a step back. Like AMP Human, we do have this revolutionary technology, but we are going to grow beyond this technology through... What's really interesting is is through the DOD, the Department of Defense, we've actually seen a lot of pretty cool technologies that we've been asked to help support or acquire that we're actually going to start looking at a, a little more deeply as we've gotten more established. And so really, Amp Human as a human performance brand and not a lotion company, we are really starting to make that distinction. And everybody who knows us over the next you know, we've taken this crazy upside down world as an opportunity for us to let's build AMP Human and distinguish AMP Human and PR Lotion because they're two different things. PR Lotion is a product that leverages one of our technologies, but we're also going to be able to bring other products to market that help you as an athlete train harder, recover faster. That might not be revolutionary, but we can leverage our our knowledge and our scientific advisory board to give the best education around it or create more content. So I think that's one thing from a, from a research down the pipe standpoint. Um, I, man, I, I might, uh, I might bite my tongue here, but we, uh, we, we didn't do anything. Red Bull did a pretty cool pilot study on us, uh, in, in, in cycling and, and we will be, sharing that data um, in the next, God, I hope two weeks. Um, it has some really cool implications around the ability to hold breakaway speeds um, and to do more type of breakaway type things. They tested some really interesting things. And this was all done by Red Bull or helped supported by Red Bull through a university and excited to share that about PR motion. It's just another really interesting uh, feather in the cap of here's some more data and things that we're hearing anecdotally from people and, and, and how the product should be working. Um, and then we have, uh, we're looking, we do have a few other products in the pipeline around this, this delivery technology. I would hope they're on market sooner than later, but for us having some clinical data behind, it's really important. And we were about ready to kick off a lot of clinical data April 1st. Um, like a lot, like a million dollars worth of clinical data um, and research. And right now, because of the environment we're in, like all clinical research has been put to a complete hold unless it's related to COVID and, and rightfully so. So we're kind of in a holding pattern on, on that. We have a, a kind of in the sports realm, we have a, a topical nitrates that we have pretty, really cool data around. Uh, most of you probably know what nitrates are and what it does and have probably consumed them orally, et cetera. Um, we're excited about that. We have a, and when we have a topical uh, zinc magnesium B6, which is a recovery, which is much more of a recovery product that we're also um, excited about in the, in the sports space. So those are the, the two things that um, we're working on on this technology Right now, we have a few more. They're too early to, to talk about it, I think, um, honestly, and, and don't have enough data to think that they work or don't work. Um, but we're pretty confident in, in both uh, Nitrate and our ZMA. Um, and they, they fit a portfolio nicely around topical, whereas you know, a Nitrate is, is, mo uh, is most likely a, 
you know, a race day type product and a ZMA is a, a post recovery um, a product that has, that has implications there as well. So those are the two. And then, and then we are, we are really going to expand our product portfolio um, and, and leverage our, our scientific advisory board and thought partnership at the top to think about what other things can we do in, in human performance um, to, to move the needle. They might not be revolutionary like putting bicarbonate in a lotion and getting it into the body. Um, but we are looking at various other things to bring the market and, and other technologies. And, and I will, you know, in the next, you know, definitely six to nine months, we'll have a couple other things on market um, that we're, we're working on right now. We're trying to finalize some deal terms and, and things like that, that we're pretty excited about. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. And that's exciting to hear as well, because I, I think nothing, nothing but great stuff uh, coming from you guys. And I, and I would say in, in summary, I mean, follow, uh, follow AMP human, go, go online, uh, follow it on Instagram. But in summary, keep an eye on these guys because they're doing, they're pushing the limits of, I think, what can be harnessed from, uh, you know, endurance and athletic performance. But what we talked about today was how we can manage muscle acidosis via sodium bicarbonate transdermal PR lotion from Amp Human. And uh, I suggest everybody just kind of go out and try it. And um, those are kind of, that's kind of the summary points. But before I let you go, Jeff, I, I have three questions for you because our listeners are addicted to improving themselves and upping their game. So if, if, if you're cool with me asking you three kind of um, in your face questions about uh, AMP human and PR lotion, let's do this. Yeah, let's go fire away. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> if I'm on a limited budget, which days of my training should I use AMP lotion? That's a really good question. You should use it on your most intense training days on the days where you are going the hardest, a hundred percent. So if you have interval days, you should use it on interval days. If you have big hill days, you should use it on big hill days. But if you're just doing base miles um, or like recovery, et cetera, would not use it. Uh, if you're on a tight budget, would not use it on that. And so it is your hardest days. If you're on a budget, you should use PR lotion point blank period. Okay. So hard training days and race days. Got it. All right. So if I order this stuff by the drum, <laughs> when should I not use it? So in other words, it, can you overdo it in any realm? That's a really good question. And, and the actual research suggests that uh, using sodium bicarbonate uh, chronically has pretty big implications for your capacity to do work. So it essentially allows you to make gains faster. Um, and that's by simply giving the body more of what you need. And I, I, I like to kind of compare it to think about if you went on a training, right, right, any training day and you were dehydrated, you'd have a shit training day. Sorry, excuse me. You'd have a bad training day. Um, and, and right, that would limit your ability to make a training gain that day. And so what we've done is we've removed one of the ceilings, um, that has been holding us back and just allowing you to do more work. So when, when like we have pro athletes that use this four or five, six times a week and use multiple, right. Sometimes applications a day. Yeah. 
Yeah. And actually, you bring up a really good point there. And I'll just, this is a segue to question three, but from the coaching standpoint, I, I will say, if you get all the other stuff wrong, all the lotion in the world is not going to help you. Meaning, st- stay hydrated, be well fed or topped off for you, uh, head out for your training program, and make sure you're sleeping. Because if you get those three things wrong, yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to help you. Yeah. They're, like, they're, as you guys all know, there's a huge, right, uh, quiver of arrows. Right. And this is just one. And, and it's right. Like there are no magic bullets and PR lotion is not a magic bullet. Right. It's not going to, if, if you didn't sleep, it ain't going to save you. And if like, if you're not like, if you have no nutrition in your body, it, like that's not, its role. It, it's just right. It takes the ceiling off of one of our limiters. Um, yep. but if nothing else is right, that just becomes the limiter, right? If you're sleep deprived, that's your limiter. If you're not properly hydrated, that's the limiter, right? Like it doesn't matter. Your body only goes to where, where the, the lowest limiter is. Um, anyways, so. Yep. Yep. Good, good, good point there. Uh, okay. So question three, um, do I need to worry? <laughs> this is a good question. Do I need to worry about other stuff coming through my skin when I put it on? For example, if I put some PR lotion on and I go for a run or a ride, can I get stuff coming through my skin on the trail or road grime into my skin? That's a really great question. Um, and we honestly get a lot. That's part of the, the technology that we have that doesn't pull other things in. And so the technology is essentially an encapsulation technology. So we put bicarb in lipid-based carrier a lipid based carrier and that is what is getting into your skin it's not pulling in right the bacteria or whatever is on your skin it's pulling in sodium bicarbonate and that is the only thing that we've seen and we've had tons of uh of uh of uses today and studies and things like that we're not pulling in the other substances in there um which is a really important thing so what we make in the lotion what is in the lotion is what is we're transporting and as many of you know there's still some residue left on because we only transport so much in and the other really important thing here is pr lotion gets fully absorbed in about 30 minutes um and and so like if you're you know, like you put it on 30 minutes as you're gearing up, like you hit the road, like you can wipe it off and be good to go. Like the residue, like it's not a, like, Oh, it needs to be on while I train. It just needs to be on before I train. Perfect. That's super simple. And, uh, it hit home to me. I asked Huff this, I think a while ago and he's like, Nope, AP, the pattern's full. And for me, I was like, yeah, got it. Yeah, <laughs> meaning, meaning nothing else can, can can go in because everything else is is maximized. So yeah, that's a really not. good. Um, that's really good to know about. Uh, you can wipe it off as as well after thirty minutes. I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, right? Like, if you're an endurance athlete, right? Whether you're a triathlete, a runner, or a cyclist, you should be putting PR lotion on your low back, your glutes, your quads, and your hamstrings, like. You should be putting it on, like most of your surface area being covered should be those big major muscles, right? And you should be having clothes over top of that. Um, and, you know, triathletes, you can obviously get your shoulder complex for swim and, and things like that. But we, like, it's really important. And what we learn from a lot of people is they don't think about their glutes or your hamstrings. And you, Adam, as a coach will tell you like so much power comes from, from those parts of your body. 
as a runner or at running or riding a bike. Um, when you don't like, you don't just think about it. People are like, Oh, I put on my quads. Like you got to do your entire complex because you're producing acid in that entire complex. And it is a surface area game too. So really think about where you're putting it. Yeah, no, exactly. And I mean, in clearly folks, like I'm, maybe I'm a little biased here, but I've also, I was very, uh, I was very anti for a while. I was uh, skeptical about this stuff for several years until, um, until there was a very usable formula. So don't get me wrong here, but Jeff, to your point, I tell my athletes, if they're going to try it, include the glutes and include the lower back. And they're like, their mind is blown by it. And, and it's like, well, think about it. And then people say, oh yeah, I guess, I guess that makes sense. And the last thing I'll say, we'll get you the Instagram for you. I did a, a quick Instagram takeover for Amp Human and I made sure that everybody knew to put it on their glutes. Let's just put it that way, Jeff, and we'll make sure that you see it. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's amazing. And so I, my, take, my takeaway would be, you know, from these three questions is, right, if you're on a tight budget, use it when you're doing your most intense workouts. But yep. if you're not on a tight budget, Use it aggressively because it has significant advantages to increase your training load over long periods of time so that you maximize your training during that time. No different than other all the other key links in your system. And then, right, PR lotion is safe. Like, it's effective. We've had a lot of uses. We're not dragging other things in through the skin um, based upon the knowledge that we have and the data. So, yep. Yep. No, I love it. That's a great summary. And, uh, Jeff, we're rounding to the top of the hour. So, uh, if, if you have anything more, Ooh, actually, um, if people do want to follow, uh, amp human or learn more, where should we steer them on the socials or anything like that? Yeah. Our socials are at amp human. Um, and that's a M P, uh, human. If, if you're, if you're curious, like amplify, um, the first words, uh, the first letters of that. Our website is super simple, amphuman.com. Um, sign up for our, our, our newsletter. We do have a lot of great information in that. And, and what I'll tell everybody, like reach out to us on social or info at, like we're happy to field questions and, and whatever, like ask us anything, like any question you have, don't hesitate. Um, we are a, a small, passionate team. We really believe in the community that we've created um, and being, I hope you all can tell, pretty genuine and honest about where we are as a company um, and what we're trying to do. So please, please don't hesitate to, to reach out and, and make a connection with, with our people. Uh, no, that's that's wonderful. And they have good people on board there. So, uh, Jeff, thank you so much for taking time out of your day during you know crazy times. And, and you're a busy guy. And uh, for jumping on the Train Right podcast, it was a pleasure. And uh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us this week on the Train Right podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to visit our website at trainright.com forward slash podcast where you can find social links, bonus content, and more about CTS. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss a show, and leave us a rating on iTunes. Until next time, train hard, train smart, train right.